This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Let's kick things off with some news about cryptocurrency. Historically, it's the best investment if you're looking to have your money stolen by a guy whose mattress is 100% for sure on the floor. But now there's one less place for Americans to trade it. This morning, another major blow to the cryptocurrency industry as the leader of the world's largest crypto exchange pleads guilty to multiple U.S. violations, including money laundering. The feds accused Binance and its CEO, Changpeng Zhao, of processing more than 100,000 transactions by child abusers, cyber criminals, and even terrorists. Zhao has agreed to pay more than $4 billion in fines and step down as CEO. And Binance will no longer do business within the U.S. What? No, you're telling me the crypto guy was shady? The The crypto guy was shady? It's so weird, but he was so nice when he sold me the weapons on the black market. I'm shocked. You know, but you know, there is that one thing that you always say. Oh, that's right. The the, the one thing. What is it? Um, Oh, oh, everyone in crypto is shady. Have you ever talked to someone who's into crypto and thought to yourself, wow, what an upstanding human citizen? I definitely would prefer talking to them rather than shooting myself in the face. But yes, Binance is going to have to shut down in the U.S., which could jeopardize any American who has money there. To be fair, if you're a non-criminal who's lost money in this, that's on you. Because at this point, investing in crypto is like playing R. Kelly at your wedding. You should know... It's not a good choice. Desi, I got to say, I saw this coming from a mile away. I knew this company sounded fishy from the moment I heard its name. The name Binance alone, it just, it sounds like a four-year-old trying to say finance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like a woke economics course at Oberlin. (laughs) I haven't really picked a currency. I'm more financial. A fake mustache trying to get away with something. Are you guys doing finance? What? No, we do Binance <laughs> with shmoney. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm going to leave my money in the real banks where nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> Moving on to President Biden. Polls show that he's not doing well with young people who apparently find him sus, mid, and deficient in riz. <laughs> All words, I, a young person, know quite well. But Biden has a new policy to win them back. 
The Biden administration wants to eliminate so-called cord-cutting fees. It would be done through a new proposed rule from the FCC, which would require cable and satellite TV operators to get rid of those early termination fees for subscribers. The agency says those fees really limit a customer's ability to choose the service they want. Okay, so so Biden wants to make it easier for people to cancel cable. This is this is a bad idea, and I am not just saying that because we're on cable. No, ab <laughs> absolutely not. You're saying it because cable is the lifeblood of the American experience. That's right. That's cable right. is about family, family. Uh, tradition, the the, uh, the, the, the Bible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Constitution. Yeah, 401ks for the on-air hosts, you know? We get that, right? Yeah, we do. We do, nice. But, but these fees are essential. I mean, we can't just get rid of them. No, maybe, you know, maybe we even double them. Yeah, or canceling cable should just be illegal. Maybe the death penalty, is that too much? It's not too much. Definitely not too much. I don't even think we should be talking about this right now. I don't think we should talk about it either. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to some public safety news. Recent studies show that women are more likely to be hurt in car crashes. And Jordan, the reason is obvious. Yeah, women are bad sexism. drivers. Se what you said. It's 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 what you said. It's sexism. Sexism. Yeah, sexism. And now the auto industry is finally starting to do something about it. When it comes to designing crash test dummies, Researchers say it's time to get smarter. This is uh, the average female. Engineers in Sweden have developed a dummy based on a woman's body. A more narrow shoulder area and a wider hip area. It's also lighter and has a lower center of gravity. All things experts say are important to consider when testing collisions at high speeds. Wow, what a surprise. The cars are designed to be safe for crash test dummies, and the dummies are designed to represent men's bodies. <laughs> Although, to be fair, it's not just the dummies. The study also revealed that right before a crash, men tense up while women usually whisper, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm glad they're finally making changes to the dummies, but if we were worried about accuracy, let's go all the way with this. Why not fill the car with half-eaten takeout containers and a hockey stick that was left in the back seat for the last three months, no matter how many times you told them to bring it in the f***ing house? Let's see what happens when that hits a wall at 60 miles an hour. Sorry, Jordan, it's been a tough week. Yeah. No worries. Thanks again for driving me to hockey practice. Yeah, no problem. And congrats on designing a mannequin that men won't dream about having sex with. Right, right, right. Totally, 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 definitely. So spot on, spot on, spot on, spot on. Can we move on, please? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Our guest tonight is a former prosecutor and veteran serving his first term in Congress. He represents North Carolina's 14th Congressional District, and he's running for Attorney General in North Carolina. Please welcome Democratic Representative Jeff Jackson. And Jackson, thank you for being here. Thank We're you. So excited to have you. Thanks. You are a, an incredibly successful politician, but most people know you from your TikTok videos. <laughs> you do these incredible explainers that distill down pretty complex issues in a in a really clear, digestible way. Is the intent to simplify these issues for, for people and get that engagement, or are you really just posting uh, foot pics? Every consultant in D.C. told me to go the foot direction. Yes. I said, that's not what I'm about. No. You're a hands guy? <laughs> we know you are. I love a good hand TikTok. Oh, show me that. That Vogue era. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of this. Let's oh. Great hands video a few months ago. <laughs> great, great, great. Is that what you're talking about? I'm a kitchen table guy. Right. Sure. I have a kitchen table. I put a camera on the other side. I look into it. I say, here's the most interesting thing that happened to me in Congress this week. And then I post it to a bunch of different social media platforms. I have been really surprised by the level of interest in this political environment where everyone is yelling at each other all the time to be able to speak in a normal tone of voice and try to convey some of the complexity and some of the nuance, that there would be broad interest for that, I think is really encouraging. I think it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. I, I know. <laughs> I feel the, the platforms that we have our conversations on dictate the types of conversations we have. And TikTok is a short attention span platform. Like, what does it say about our democracy that this is where the conversations are happening? I've been surprised. I wouldn't have expected that. So I post to TikTok, but also Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, the place where most people view is TikTok. When I'm home in my district, constituents come up and they say, hey, I appreciate what you posted on TikTok. I would not have predicted that. I will tell you, I've got 760,000 some odd constituents. My sense is about 300,000 of them are on TikTok. No. I know TikTok's got all kinds of issues, but I think that reaching my constituents where they are is also something of real value. It should be normal and expected that your elected officials try and use social media to keep you posted about what they're doing. It should be part of our job. You, you think... <laughs> you, you think, though, half of your constituents are on TikTok. How many high schools do you have in your district? <laughs> 
uh, you know, I've got a lot of young people, but look, there are people of all ages on all of these social media platforms, and every once in a while, you meet a grandma who comes up and says, I really love you on TikTok. Oh, so sweet. Usually they mention Facebook, but sometimes TikTok. <laughs> So you were talking about some of the issues with TikTok. Nikki Haley has just openly spoken about banning TikTok and the security concerns. Do you have those concerns? Yeah, those concerns are all legit. Look, I have a phone that has one app on it, and that app is TikTok, and that's how I handle that. And that's because you, you fear what, what could happen. I mean, because the, the overall threat is that uh, essentially the Chinese government has access to your information and can influence the discourse because of it. Those are all absolutely credible concerns. As long as roughly half of my constituents are there, I'm going to try and use it for good and keep them posted about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about some of the people you work with. You you called out on your famous TikTok videos uh, that a lot of the people in Congress you sense are faking this outrage, that what we're seeing at home is essentially a bunch of people faking it. Uh, who would you put on blast? Who are you talking about? <laughs> and does it rhyme with schmarjerie, schmaler, schmee? Yeah. All I will say is this. It's not George Santos. <laughs> never. He's not faking it? Never a false word from that gentleman. Uh -huh. um, I'll tell you this. I've been in committees, and I have watched when the camera turns on, people's personalities change completely right before your eyes. It's really jarring. It is literal theater, and you've got a handful of people there who are in competition with each other every day to be the most outrageous, which is why it feels like when you look at Congress, they're on this escalator that's just increasingly crazy and angry. It's because they're playing a very specific game to try and get the attention of a very specific group of people, and it's awful and exhausting. Most of the people up there aren't playing that game. The people we keep getting served up they're playing the Outrage Olympics every day. That's how they treat their job in Congress, as the daily tryouts for the Outrage Olympics. Now, I, I find it interesting because you have found the success. You don't seem like the outrage kind of guy. I don't know, you always seem like you're at like an even five. Just You got like a nice dad energy. Good dad. Nice. Like, I'm not going to drink with you, but I will pick you up if you drink too much. Yes. I will. No questions asked. Give me a call, right? I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think... <laughs> well, let me tell you something else. I think right now, that's the dad America needs. I could also see kind of a, uh, a tipsy uncle who could whip this country back into shape doing all that. We're dangerously close to <laughs> Yeah, that. just like, <laughs> uncle is going to turn on us. We better shape up. What, what does boil your blood? Does anything get you going? Outright political corruption. For example, yeah. my state, North Carolina, a horrible history with gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is just letting politicians draw their own districts because when you do that, they're all going to cheat. My party, when my party had the ability to draw the districts in North Carolina, they always cheated. When I was in the state legislature, the first bill I ever filed was to end gerrymandering, and they sent it to a committee that hasn't met in 20 years. Mm. We can't let politicians draw their own districts because they screw the voters every single time. No more gerrymandering across the entire country.
do we fix this cancer on political discourse? How do you solve that? Don't vote for anyone who isn't explicitly committed to independent redistricting. Independent redistricting is how you solve gerrymandering. If there is any elected official or candidate who says, well, I don't know if I'm for it, maybe, maybe not, uh-uh. We should just have a bright line. Gerrymandering is unethical. There is never a defense for drawing districts to favor one party or the other. Don't vote for anyone who would ever engage in that behavior. That's how we solve it. Now, you are, you've, been, you've been in Congress for about 11 months now, and you're, you're planning on getting gerrymandered out. And you're running for attorney general, attorneys general? It's attorneys general. It's very awkward. Why I don't is know. That? Could you do an explainer on why it's attorneys general? Yeah. And, and short TikTok length, because it's easier to understand. And also, I think I would get bored more for more than 30 seconds of us. It's a bad decision that someone made a long time ago. Oh, okay. Well, you're welcome. We don't have a shortage of those. <laughs> <laughs> but even your new role that you're running for right now, would you be able to address gerrymandering? Absolutely. Look, the attorney general's job is standing up for people. It's sort of the opposite of what you see a lot of in Congress. It's not about the theatrics. It's not about the left or the right. It's just about doing what's right, standing up against political corruption, against business corruption, especially when consumers are getting screwed, and organized crime. We got a huge fentanyl problem in North Carolina. We got it across the entire country. The attorney general gets to be directly involved in handling all of that. It's a really wonderful job. Wow. like the perfect guy for the job, that's for sure. Give it up for Representative Jackson. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.